In our beauty segment last week, we chatted to Yolanda Knott, the Managing Director of Professional Beauty South Africa. It made me think about school leavers planning their career and study options, and I thought the best place to get information for school leavers would be from educational institutions. We're honoured to welcome Isabel Ruiz, the Managing Director and co-owner of the well-known Isaac Carstens Academy. Thank you for joining us all the way from Stellenbosch, Isabel. Hello, Tisha, and a great hello to all the chats of our listeners. Isabel, within the industry, the Isaac Carstens Academy hardly requires introduction, but for the sake of young people and their parents who need to consider their options for 2021, what is your take on the future of this industry? Tisha, we have a wonderful and great industry, and it is one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. According to the latest statistics from the Global Wellness Institute, the wellness industry is a $4.5 trillion industry, and it consists of 10 sectors of which the beauty and the anti-aging and spa sector is the biggest. Um, And the anti-aging and spa sector, the spend is over 1 billion US dollars per year. The wellness economy has also grown for the last three years um, has shown a growth of 9.8%. Um, and I think that, that is wonderful for our economy. And I don't think there is, there is any other further explanation that I need to give why I'm so excited about the future of our industry. Um, it will keep on growing. It will even show more growth after the lockdown pandemic as people will, need, uh, will have a need for more touch, caring, and to connect again after this lockdown period. Won't you provide a quick overview of the scope of your operations? The Isaac Carson's Academy has two campuses, the head office being the Stellenbosch campus and also a campus in Pretoria. Um, Stellenbosch campus is in its 42nd year of training therapists and Pretoria is already in its 10th year of business. And both campuses are very close to the universities as well, which makes it very nice for our students um, that can have a student life together with the university as well. Each campus has its own ladies' residence that serves as accommodation for our own students. But both hostels also provide accommodation for students from the University of Stellenbosch, as well as the University of Pretoria. And as I said before, this really allows for our students to be introduced to the university life. We can accommodate 96 first-year somatology students per campus and 24 higher certificates students per campus. Then on our third qualification, the Advanced Diploma in Dermal Aesthetics, we enroll 24 full-time students per campus. And currently, for 2020, we have 414 students between the two campuses. But this may vary every year. It's not to say that every year we do have the same um, amount of students. Hopefully, um, it increases every year. And I'm happy to say that our numbers have increased the last few years. That's significant statistics. What is your accreditation status and with which education regulator do you align? And does your qualifications enjoy international recognition? Yes, we do. Um, Firstly, in South Africa, the Isaac Carson's Academy is registered by the Department of Higher Education and Training 
as a private provider of higher education. Therefore, all our qualifications are accredited by the Council on Higher Education. This means that a graduate of the academy can continue further studies to higher levels and can even end up with a doctorate in somatology. Internationally, we are also recognized by SEDESCO, which is an international industry membership and examining body. This membership allows the student to acquire international recognition as well and makes it easy for them to find um, employment internationally. Sodesco is also known in more than 33 countries and we are very proud to say that we have been the first Sodesco school in South Africa when we started in 1978. In South Africa, we are also a member of the South African Association of Skin Care Professionals, as well as a member of the South African Spa Association. Does the Academy focus only on beauty courses, or do you also cater for someone who might want to pursue another direction within the industry? Tisha, when the Academy started in 1978, training was focused on the superficial layers of the skin, and to beautify the appearance of the client. After all the years of training and development in our industry, we now have a more holistic approach to our training, where we also concentrate on the whole body and the deeper layers of the skin. We like to promote the care of the skin from the deeper levels, and this is achieved by more advanced products as well as equipment. We offer the following qualifications a higher certificate in front office administration, which is accredited on a level five on the national qualification framework, and it is a one-year full study. With this course, we prepare the student who prefers administration to therapy to become a well-equipped receptionist who can easily climb the ladder from receptionist to manager of a salon or a spa. Another um, diploma, and that is our, our focus um, of the academy, is the Diploma in Somatology. This qualification is accredited on Level 6 on the National Qualification Framework, and this is a three-year full-time study. This is the qualification that was developed after more than 30 years to enable the therapist to do more than just beauty. It equips the therapist to do all treatments in a salon or a spa. This therapist is equipped to be multi-skilled in various skin, body, hands and feet treatments. And this is the most popular um, qualification of the three that we do offer at the Academy. Then we're also proud to say that we have a qualification called the Advanced Diploma in Herbal Aesthetics, which is accredited on a level 7 on the National Qualification Framework and a further one-year study of the completion of the Diploma in Somatology. We have developed this qualification to empower the somatologists to work in the medical aesthetics profession, together with dermatologists, plastic surgeons, and general practitioners who specializes in medical aesthetics. The entry requirements for the um, different qualifications um, the first two, the high certificate and the somatology, is a matric certificate. But for the advanced diploma, which is on a level 7, the entry requirement is a level 6, a diploma in somatology, 
or any other um, qualification in a cognitive field that is on a level six. I can imagine existing therapists might also feel the need to upskill. Do you offer a short course or something like that for them to just focus on particular modules? Yes, we do. For, for any qualified therapist who would like to upskill in the profession, um, they can enroll for the Advanced Diploma in Dermal Aesthetics as a full qualification. That means they can either do the qualification in one year full-time or two years part-time, or they can enroll for different modules. Um, most of these uh, modules are available online, for example, the laser and light course, which covers all theory related to all light and laser devices. Um, this is a four-month online course we've practically stored at the time that suits the student. The advantage of the upskilling of the advanced diploma is that it is also offered online and students need to come to the campus, either the Stellenbosch or the Pretoria campus for three weeks during the year to be trained in the practical aspects of this course. Um, but not everybody can do the full-time qualification, so therefore, especially this, this advanced one, we have actually built in such a way that they can decide on which module they want to do um, and therefore not needed to do the full-time qualification. Isaac Carsten's Academy enjoys a prominent position. What would you say is your unique selling point? Our focus is on the practical training and to develop employable therapists. That word employable is very important to us because many therapists may have a lot of knowledge or they can do a specific skill. But for us, employable means that they must be able to step into a salon know exactly what the manager will expect or what the salon owner would expect and will be able to treat the clients to get results. So by getting this done, our students do all practical training on site as well as in our salons, which we have at both the campuses. Um, or our training is also a full day tuition and we have got a high amount of contact sessions. We control students' attendance and the reason for that is to ensure that students stand out above the rest and we put in the necessary time to develop these skills and build their confidence. We really let them practice enough so that we, we can see that they are doing um, the skills the correct way. And it's not only the skill, it's also the essential skills like touch, caring, um, how do you communicate, how, how do you step in when you do have a difficult client and what do you do differently? So it, it's more than just the skill that we do teach these skills. Um, our facilities are, are modern, it's well maintained. Our students, when we teach our students, they we teach on a ratio of one lecturer to 12 students. The students work on each other, so while you or the body or the client that the student is working on, you actually also learn from the touch and the rhythm and the rate that the therapist is actually doing the treatment. So while you are experienced and the, the feel of the treatment, you actually also learn. So our practical training is really our big focus um, at the academy. 
Um, another point that I would say is unique for us is that our graduates find employment quite easy after these studies. Up to 40% of our students enter employment on cruise ships after they have graduated. Other work at spas or salons. And then about 15% of the students either continue studying or enter employment at medical aesthetics salons. Um, and then it's also part of our mission to always stay abreast of new developments. Therefore, we are very active in our industry. We, we find it important to be part of conferences, of seminars. We, we find it important to um, do research on, on wellness and what is available out there because if we don't do this research, we cannot build on our qualifications and we cannot add more to what um, is needed in the industry. And as I said in the beginning, our industry is one of the fastest growing industries in the world. So we need to keep up and we need to, to do that research always, whether it's just internally, whether it's our alumni out in the field, what they experience, or where they work, or whether it is international conferences or webinars these days that we do attend. I can imagine how important that is because these days, of course, um, you know, the, the person on the bed knows a lot. You know, they Google yeah. and they, they, they're they informed. It's true. It's true. And they also attend all these webinars as well because that's now out in the open, especially now during lockdown. I mean, I can sit every day just watching webinars and it's free webinars. And it's actually such – that's the positive of being – at home, you can now actually watch these webinars and know what's going out there. So yes, keeps us busy, I must say, it does. <laughs> Obviously, one of the concerns going forward is personal and workplace hygiene, and I'm sure that you can emphasize this easily during your training. We are ideally positioned to teach stringent sanitation, as we always have had this as part of our syllabus. And therefore, it is natural that we will be able to introduce any new protocols that become part of the standard safety operation procedures. We are already introducing new protocols for teaching, i.e., for instance, physical distancing, face masks, face shields, temperature scanning, and any new directors from local as well as international bodies. Um, we do implement that, and it's ongoing. It comes with even Every single webinar that I attend, I find that there's more and more information on hygiene and sanitation. But I do believe that the advantage of our training is that these procedures are not new to us. We have always performed very high standards in the application of hygiene principles. Isabel, the current academic year has become somewhat of a challenge for learners and educators at all levels. And it almost feels as if, if one cannot see beyond COVID-19. But my feeling is that we must look beyond the current fog. Are you preparing for a 2021 intake? And by when should students register? Yes, we're surely preparing for 2021. Our recruiters are working hard. They're doing lots of phone calls. There's still a lot of interest in this career. Um, yeah, we, we have made some changes, but we, we have planned to do registration during the week of 20 January 2021. But COVID-19 is still challenging our dates, obviously. And as soon as we know when the 2020 grade 12 results will be announced, we will be able to finalize next year's program. And 
after today's session on TV, it seems that we will not be able to register before February next year, as the matrix results will only be available by the end of January, apparently. So we will, we will then adapt our way here plan as well, which is easy for us to do um, because we can actually set our own terms and our own dates. So that's not a big challenge for us. We only need to know when the results will be made available. And then what we also do is we offer one-on-one -on -one personalized video call meetings with families to guide prospective students through the course options and to provide career advice. Our recruitment staff are working online from home. And yes, we do enroll students, keep space for them by acceptance and deposit. And we have and we are always flexible in that. And if a student um, found that they will not be able to start in 2021, we always um, let her deposit stay valid for the year after. And being a private institution with smaller classes, our lectures is willing and able to give the additional support when necessary to students who may find the academic year challenging. Um, and that, that has always been a strong point for us. We're not that rigid in our teaching that if we do find somebody that has um, registered late or she's a slow learner, that we always make time for this learner to catch up, even if it is during weekends or holiday time. Um, because we do believe that um, their success is our success. And, and that's a philosophy that we really um, live by at ISA. All our information will be available on our website. It changes almost every week due to this whole lockdown situation and also due to the fact that the Department of Education has as yet not confirmed when matrix can go back to school. Um, but we try to update as soon as we know we have confirmed information. We do put that on our website. And for any information on courses, dates of application, whether we do, when we do um, career days or open days, which we do virtually now, we don't do it at the campus um, anymore, is to please direct all information to info at isaacarstens.co.za or have a look at our website. What is also important for me to mention here is that we also do virtual job shadowing. And that's something new that we've now implemented is that any student that's unsure about this career can contact us and we do arrange that they sit in virtually in one of our theory classes that we offer online and also to have discussions with staff if they have any questions or even to the students. So that's something new that we have implemented because we can't do the job shadowing now. But I always say that is very important that students that's unsure is to try and do a job shadowing, sit in with the classes, see what's happening, see the standard of the lectures, find out for yourself whether those subjects are something that you're really interested in because we do quite a lot of theory in this course and any student going to do a three-year course need to realize that theory is quite a big part of this career and they need to know whether this will interest them. So yes, we do invite them to do this virtual job shadowing. I think that's brilliant. 
um, you've mentioned before your positive outlook on the industry, but I just want to go back to that. Um, when I look at comments on social media, there are, of course, philosophical entries about finding real meaning and that certain things are now considered fickle. But just as many people express their desire for beauty and skin care, hair care, nail care, and I cannot help but think these intimate personal needs are actually about much more than just vanity. Don't you think the industry will remain relevant and might even experience an unexpected boom? Oh, yes, for sure. I really think that will happen. It has shown over decades of years that this industry is there to stay and I believe it will bloom again. My reasons for saying that is women are programmed for beauty and the care of the skin, especially the delay in any signs of aging. Men are also increasing now um, in, as a client for us by paying attention to skin, hair and even their body condition. People's mental health can be boosted by confidence stemming from appearance. And that is what I said right in the beginning. Beauty is still part of our somatology qualification. It will always be part of it because we in the caring industry, we in the industry that help people feel good about themselves. We all need to be touched as physical touch increases levels of dopamine, serotonin, and neurotransmitters that will help regulate your mood as well as help your body relieve stress and anxiety. Yeah, and um, this physical improvement of appearance is a mere visual representation of the deeper level of care that a person receives at our businesses and in our salons. Um, and that is why students who are interested in this career and in this industry are usually also interested in becoming teachers, occupational or physiotherapists. They're caring people. They want people to feel better about themselves. Um, students wanting to come into this career, they, they share a desire to take care of others. This is what we do. We are in the industry of caring and helping people feel good and not just look good. So listening to what is happening elsewhere in the world, listening to all these webinars during lockdown, I do believe that our industry will bloom again after lockdown, as people will always want to feel special. And this is what we in our industry can make happen. Our industry will survive, and it has survived recession, it has survived two world wars, and I do believe that we will survive COVID-19 as well. Isabel, I'm sure your input today is very helpful to young people, to their parents, and also those in the industry who might now consider upskilling as a strategic move. Thank you again for joining us today. We send our greetings from the Sapphire Coast to beautiful Stellenbosch. Thank you, Tisha. I really appreciate and thank you to the Chat Sapphire listeners. Goodbye. I decided to read up on the response of humanity to beauty and fashion in the face of adversity. In 1945, nylon riots broke out in America when thousands of women were desperate to get a pair of stockings. The war effort no longer needed the material for parachutes and production of stockings could resume. In Pittsburgh, the situation got totally out of hand when 40,000 people lined up for over a mile hoping to get their hands on only 13,000 available pairs. Such is the human spirit. We want to overcome adversity, 
and beauty is a tool, a handle to help us feel better. This industry, in my opinion, should prepare for long lines.